Good morning, witches. This is the Witch Daily Show, coming to you from New Orleans, with host Tanya Brown. Our episodes span about 20 minutes long to give you just a little pop of magic. So, tune in, take a deep breath, and enjoy. Good morning. It is Thursday, June 22nd, 2023. I am Tanya, and this is the Witch Daily Show. Today's episode is brought to you by Glam Craft. So let's get your day going with a little magic. Our quote of the day is It was June, and the world smelled of roses. The Sunshine Was Like Powdered Gold Over the Grassy Hillside by Maud Hart Lovelace. So we are drinking Owen's Garden Gate. Uh, This is a lavender lemon butterfly pea flower tea. And uh, we are talking about lavender. Uh, So you can get this tea over at sipaspell.com. And I do think we're starting to run low on our first... um, like shipment of ingredients so i'm probably gonna have to do another order soon um i do typically order enough ingredients to make about 10 batches that's usually how i do it and then i hand make each batch uh which is only about eight bags at a time so i do think we're starting to run low on ingredients so if you want to grab that like for sure before i have to uh think about um how much to reorder next, definitely do that at Sip a Spell. But we are talking about lavender this week. Probably one of the most popular, famous herbs of all times. So this comes to us from everydayhealth.com. What are the possible benefits of lavender? So let's see. So lavender is used in both medicinal and therapeutic uh, worlds. So it can really help in quite a few instances. First of all, it's known to help with sleep. Insomnia can be really nagging, and uh, lavender can help you rest and relax, uh, both the scent um, and the tea, um, and it'll help you calm down, relax, and sleep. And I think that is really its, like, number one use. Next, it can use uh, topically. I actually kind of forgot about this use. If you have the essential oil, um, remember not to ingest it. If you have the essential oil, um, it's really known for like skin inflammation problems. So you can put it on things like um, acne, uh, eczema, things like that. And I've also, there's this legend of the scientist putting it on like a lab burn. Uh, but You know, we live in the modern age. You don't have to do that. But it's great for inflammation and things like that as it calms, you know. So people also use it as a natural remedy for pain. So you can use it for aromatherapy with a 2% lavender dilution. And it says that it could help. uh, Some studies found it might help with a... uh, chronic pain, chronic pain. 
It is also said to possibly help with reducing blood pressure and heart rate, which again makes sense if it's really calming. And uh, people believe it also can help with menopause hot flashes as well as prevent fungus growth. Yeah, because I think it is an antibacterial as well. So you can kind of see how this became kind of like this catch-all miracle herb, right? It does so much. It basically calms things down is how I would sum it up uh, on various levels. All right, moving into some headlines. This comes to us from LifestyleAsia.com. Oh, we are moving into Saturn retrograde. So, all right, here we go. Saturn has a significant influence on the Zodiac system. The last time this planet went into retrograde was March of 2020. Oof. This time around the planet, which upholds karma as supreme and the dreamy sign of Pisces. So let's see what Saturn retrograde means for all the Zodiacs. Okay, I'm going to go through this pretty fast. So... Because I know we only care about our sign. So I'm going to go through it uh, as quickly as I can, okay? All right. So how is this going to affect Aries? The cardinal sign denoted by the ram is set to do some really deep self-reflection of sorts. Saturn retrograde is in Pisces. We'll make sure the zodiac finally focuses on inner peace and overall well-being of their mental health. Taurus, this earth sign... Um, Let's see, Saturn is in reverse motion and will make them reassess their social circle and cultivate relationships which only add value to their lives. Gemini, Saturn retrograding in Pisces will reel this potential in. It will be challenging at first for the Zodiac as this demanding planet will want them to focus on one task at a time, slow and steady. Cancer, uh... Cancer people will look at shifting their core beliefs to explore uncharted territories. A few uncomfortable situations will be created to make this cardinal sign evolve by the end of the cycle. Leo. Leos need to sit tight and fasten their seatbelts as Saturn just made this ride a bit bumpy, but their self-love will override these stressful situations. Virgo. Ongoing relationships are likely to... Uh, to fruitify into something a little bit more uh, concrete. So take stock of things and cut bonds that no longer serve you. Libra, they will be less of their usual selves and uh, will limit their activities. So the normally social Libra will want to pull back and kind of hermit themselves a little bit. Scorpio, this fixed sign will be forced to take on unfinished projects and ensure their completion. They will be more disciplined and inspired to take up new assignments. Sagittarius, this usually travel-loving, eccentric, honest sign will cut off unwanted appendages, keep their circle tight, and become a bit more individualistic. Capricorn, the best part of this phenomena is that they will get a chance to let their hair down and try to go with the flow attitude, which is so against their core nature. The usually disciplined and workaholic Capricorn will find it difficult to adapt to this phenomena at first, but will later come to enjoy having leisure time. Aquarius. Money will be at the center of this air sign's life during this period. They will be tasked with making good investments, getting serious about their spending habits, and looking at growing their wealth. And then Pisces. This, let's see... Pisces will be pushed out of their comfort zone and get a reality check. This is supposed to work in their favor. 
as it will take a much needed nudge from the universe to turn their dreams into reality. Love it. All right, witches, I'm going to throw this over to our moon correspondent. And after this break, we will talk more. Hello to all of my astro friends. This is Serendipity, the Chicago astrologer, coming at you with your daily moon mantra for Thursday, June 22nd. The waxing crescent moon takes a bow in Leo today. Here, the moon conjuncts Venus and Mars and squares Uranus. The Venus-Mars conjunction in Leo is quite passionate, with each applauding the other's style and flair. The square to Uranus shakes things up a bit, as Uranus seeks to upset the balance of these two lovers and may cause them to quarrel unnecessarily. Be careful about allowing these unexpected detours to affect your mood too deeply. You could end up taking it out on those you care for, and they don't deserve that. Instead, take these off-roads in stride and lean on your friends or loved ones for support or resources to navigate these choppy waters. Your daily moon mantra is, the more you try to control something, the more it ends up controlling you. This has been your Daily Moon Mantra with Serendipity, the Chicago Astrologer, signing off and reminding you that you are in charge of your own destiny. Get ready to be spellbound by the Glam Witch. Originally considered to be the essence of a witch's spell, glamour is an ultimate act of magic. Used to master and manipulate one's appearance, true glamour magic is about honoring and expressing yourself to ultimately get what you want in the world. Intersecting visual aesthetic with the esoteric, Michael Herkes, the Glam Witch, takes you into their world of glamour with a personal pictorial on the magical art of beauty, fashion, and glamour magic. Whether your goal is to get attention, a new job, a date, or even go unnoticed, here you will be guided on how to craft a magical message with your presence by cultivating confidence with magical application, integrating magic into your beauty regimes with cosmetic, hair care, and fashion, bewitching with body language, eye contact, and seduction through the senses, manifesting a magical persona that caters to your most unique qualities, and utilizing crystals, dolls, fragrances, tarot cards, and more to maximize your glamour efforts. Only 200 of these limited editions will be sold, so grab yours now at theglamwitch.com. All right, we are back. So we're going to talk about two things today. We're going to talk more about Litha, the summer solstice, and ways you can celebrate the season. Um, but also, we need to have a little chat that I don't think involves anybody listening. But we're going to talk a little bit about this Ocean Gate missing sub and how psychics on TikTok are behaving. So let's actually, let's just get that out of the way. We talked about this a while back, right? About how that one psychic on TikTok was sued for claiming she knew the person who, um, uh, you know, unalived a bunch of college students. And it was just this random professor who had never met any of these people before. Um, and so she was sued and uh, it was just a mess, right? So... We talked a little bit about here about how for some reason, and I love TikTok, I'm on it every day, but for some reason, TikTok has has made people forget that rules still apply on the internet. TikTok has somehow brought us back to like the 90s when the internet was a wild, wild west and we thought we could behave any way we wanted with no consequences. And I don't know why, but TikTok for some reason has kind of restarted that renaissance of, oh, I can do whatever I want and say whatever I want on TikTok because it doesn't count as the real world and not the case. So just like that psychic we saw 
on uh, those college murder cases, I immediately yesterday was seeing psychics uh, talking about how they were tuning in to the people uh, trapped in horror (laughs) and how they were feeling. And I'm just like, oh, God. One, completely distasteful. Um, Whatever your opinion is on these people, uh, which I have quite a few of my own opinions on these people, but whatever your opinions are on these people, there's still uh, people facing horrific realities um, and doing this whole, okay, here's what I think is happening and here's the horror I think they're feeling and here's how terrified I think they am. Oh my God, I, ho- I hope I'm right. Not cute. And a little effed up, if we're being honest. Also, I don't know about the ethics of that situation, I would call that highly unethical. I would call that highly unethical. Um, at the end of July, I am doing a um, ethics of divination course at the end of July. I think it's the last Saturday of July. I think I'd have to check, but it is on my calendar. Um, and I would consider that highly unethical. Um, trying to tune in or read people who are in the middle of one of the most kind of horrific things somebody could be going through um you're essentially for lack of a better word buried alive and just waiting out your last seconds um that is horrendous and i think for people tuning into that to try to get clout on face or on on, like on tiktok and going oh my god i hope i hope i'm right about it it's a little effed up and I just kind of wanted to do my maybe, I don't know, it's, it's, this is going to happen. This, this is going to keep happening until people go through the learning process that people had to go through in the 90s about the internet, about how it is the real world and there are, it's not consequence free. Um, we're going to have to go through a lot of things like this until that is stamped out and until uh, people learn how to behave (laughs) i think um it is absolutely disgusting i think to do that um no matter who the people are i don't care who they are who they are i don't care who they are um i don't care if it was their choice i don't care if it was a stupid decision it is so messed up to try to get a few extra followers on tiktok by um like psychically tooting into people who are living their last moments and using that as entertainment. I just don't think it's cool. And I know there's people who will disagree with me. Um, and that's okay. Like we have to, re- we have to remember, um, that disagreeing with people doesn't mean people are bad. You know what I mean? So I know people are going to um, disagree with me and that's okay, but I am a little shocked by that. And, uh, yeah, I figured I'd bring it up because we talked about this recently and how a woman, uh, was sued and probably, I don't know what's going on with her now, but she lost that suit. So there's real world consequences to, uh, trying to get weird psychic clout on face on TikTok. So, okay. Now that that's past us, let's talk about the summer solstice. (laughs) It is very hot. And I do believe it is summer. 
So we're going to talk a little bit about 10 ritual ideas for celebrating Litha. So first off, you can make sun water. Um, this is really fun. Or sun tea. So just take a big jar, um, fill it with water, charge it with your intention, and then set it on the windowsill as the sun rises on the solstice, and then remove it before nightfall. And I think you can do this all season. So that's just sun water. If you want to do sun tea, throw in a few tea bags, set it outside, let the sun do its thing, and have awesome sun tea. You can take part in a sunrise, sunset, yoga, or meditation. So you can celebrate the season to take part in a calming sunrise or sunset yoga. Um, since Litha is all about celebrating the sun, a common tradition many people take is watching the sunrise as a part of their ritual. So you can refresh your altar and home space. Oh, and this comes to us from spiritnest.com. So much like other Sabbaths, Lilith, uh, Lilith, Litha is an excellent time to switch things up in your home space or altar. Since the summer is all about getting outdoors, this is a perfect time to get out and collect some natural decor from the yard for your altar. Oh, yeah. Flowers, dandelions, little stones. Yeah, that's really cute. I think that'd be really fun Four, host a bonfire or perform fire rituals. Um, another part of Litha's oldest tradition is a bonfire. So again, because fire represents the sun makes sense. However, if you don't have access to a bonfire, you can do a simple candle ritual. All you have to do is take a moment to quiet your mind, focus on what it is you want to ignite into your life and write it down on paper. You can then burn it in a fire-safe container, allowing the flames of the, of the fire to represent the burning of this intention into your life. Next, get outdoors. Another beautiful way to celebrate is to just go outside, get some fresh air, walk around, feel the grass. Just enjoy as best as you can, as safely as you can. Um, I know for us out here, like the being being outside isn't like the safest, like the safest thing in the world because of the heat advisories, but. Uh, go outside, breathe in the air. I know I sweated enough for like 10 lithas, so I feel pretty good about that. Next, garden. If you have a green thumb, or even if you don't, try some gardening. Uh, you know, kind of refresh your plants. Maybe it's time to switch some out, uh, plant some new ones. Next, you can make crafts with flowers or other natural pieces. So um, you can do maybe flower sashes or maybe little fire crown, not fire crowns, flower crowns, wreaths, anything that's playing with uh, flowers is a nice idea. Next, dance and sing. Uh, Litha has long been celebrated with beautiful music and dancing with friends and loved ones. With the excitement of the summer, uh, just dance. Just dance, put on a song, any song, it doesn't matter, and just move, move your body, right? We're trying to get rid of the, stagnate, the stagnation of winter and fall and spring, and we want to move. So anything that'll make you move, even if you're not a dancer, which I am not, close all the windows, draw all the curtains, and put on your favorite song and just move your body. It doesn't matter how you look, you can just move and feel good and have a nice time. Uh, you can stargaze, which is really fun. Uh, you can perform a cleansing ritual. 
so yeah, there's a bunch of different things you can do. Um, you can cleanse your space, open up your windows, let fresh air in, and uh, enjoy that summerness if possible. Uh, so yeah, those are the uh, ideas. I hope you like them. I think there's something for everybody. And there's something as simple as a five-minute dance to as big as a bonfire ritual with friends and family. There's something that I feel like could fit everybody. So I hope you consider those and have a nice time. All right, witches, we are wrapping up this episode of the Witch Daily Show. We are not doing a card pull today. And the reason is, is because I am doing these podcasts in odd circumstances because of the heat. And I just don't have everything I need. Um, but I do want to give a shout out to Rachel Brady, Rachel, you wise, splendid barn owl, Rebecca, you bombastic, insidious witch, River, you fancy, fancy kraken, and Sandra D, you perfect, poetic, fay queen. Thank you for so much being Patreon supporters. I really, really appreciate it. Um, And that's it. That's all I've got for you. Uh, So don't forget any books, decks, headlines, sources, anything you reference today can be found in the podcast episode description or witchpod.com. And we will talk again tomorrow. Witches, we hope you have a wonderful day full of joy and gentleness and confidence. Links for this week's episodes, our website, Patreon, along with a free daily card pull can be found at witchpod.com. One stop for everything we talk about. Now, take one more deep breath and have a great day. <laughs>